Hi, it's Scott Hamilton back again with another podcast review of the new Twilight Zone TV series on CBS All Access. I know this debuted about a year ago, but, you know, I don't watch a whole lot of TV and did not have a subscription to CBS All Access, but I signed up for that free, you know, trial period so I could watch Picard (laughs) and watch a few other things that were on CBS that I hadn't been able to stream, like Twilight Zone. And I'll go ahead and say right now that I am a huge fan of the original. I grew up on everything Rod Serling. My dad was a big fan of Rod Serling, so Twilight Zone, Night Gallery, everything else. When we found out he wrote the scripts for a few movies and stuff, we had to watch those. I mean, dad was a huge Rod Serling fan, and that that rubbed off on me quite a bit. And so it was with great trepidation that I approached a new Twilight Zone series because, well, it just... It's iconic, like nothing else. I mean, they've tried to do Twilight Zone before, and they've made a movie, and they've done other things. And and the concept of an anthology show is not, you know, that's been done about a zillion times. But to actually capture the essence of what made Twilight Zone so interesting, which was basically the twists of the episode. You just didn't see them coming. And once you did, once you watched one of those classic Twilight Zone episodes, that was a storyline that you had never seen before. And nobody would ever be able to duplicate it because you'd go, well, I saw that in that Twilight Zone. From Burgess Meredith with the whole glasses thing and reading and the end of the world, that episode is just... I keep using the word iconic, but... There are very few TV series that will go on beyond our lives, and Twilight Zone probably will, because it was made back in the 50s, and it's black and white, and it still holds up as good drama, interesting stuff to watch today. So anyway, the new series is from Simon Kinberg, Jordan Peele, and Marco Ramirez. Now, Jordan Peele, we all know, is the horror guy of the day. He's made some great horror movies, actually. I thought Us was great. I... I... I think he's doing great work and can't wait to see what he has next and was very interested to see what he and his Monkey Paw Productions would do with Twilight Zone. He's also the host. Simon Kinberg, on the other hand, has been behind some some great sci-fi and fantasy movies, comic book stuff, but he also made his movie directing debut last year with the Dark Phoenix movie. Yeah, so this came, was coming out about the same time. I, I you know, <laughs> that had to be quite a mixed bag of... Uh, treats that he got when this was so well received and well dark phoenix is people still talking about what a dog that was but anyway i did a review of that it it wasn't as horrible as most people say but it certainly wasn't a good dark phoenix storyline movie anyway so twilight zone is 10 episodes they range from about uh 38 to 40 minutes to almost an hour um from science fiction to drama, but they all have kind of a science fiction, fantasy, almost horror twist to them. It does feel like the original show. Well, let me get this out of the way. I usually do pros first and negatives first. Let's get the negatives out of the way. I really don't have any. (laughs) Um, If I have a negative about the show, it just didn't grab me like Twilight Zone should grab me. It, It just was okay. I wasn't driven to watch the next episode. And I tend to like anthology series just because you get different stories every week and that kind of thing. But and I and I like I said, I grew up on Twilight Zone and Night Gallery and I just love Twilight Zone and, and, and short stories that have good twists. I like reading short stories as well. 
And these all are well-written, well-photographed, well-acted. There's a lot of big stars. I started to pull up a list so I could talk about the stars in it, but I don't want to because that was the... I didn't want to read a lot because I didn't want any spoilers. I think that's the best thing about Twilight Zone is not knowing how it ends. And I got to say, not that they're predictable. They're not. I mean, a lot of them, I didn't really see the end coming, but most of them, when the end came, I was like, okay, that makes logical sense and it's a good twist, but okay. You know what I mean? It wasn't like earth-shattering, wow, I've got to watch the next episode because that one, that ending was just so, hmm. So that being said, if you're a fan of TV and you watch a lot of TV, this is on the upper end of television. The production values are out of this world. Um, like I said, the star power in each episode, there's quite a few big, big Hollywood actors in the show, and they're in for one episode. The last episode kind of plays with the whole breaking the fourth wall and going behind the filming of a Twilight Zone episode. It was a little tedious, but it had a good ending. Actually, had quite the twist at the end. Um, and like I said, I, I really don't have any negatives about the show other than when it was over, I was just like, okay. I think I'm going to cancel my CBS subscription now. And there's nothing wrong with the CBS All Access uh, programming. Most of it's not my cup of tea or things I've seen before. Um, I don't watch a whole lot of television, and most movies I tend to own or stream. I will probably keep Netflix. I'm keeping Amazon because I pay for Amazon Prime more for shipping. I still buy stuff, believe it or not. Um, and I haven't really subscribed to some of the other services. I was on Disney Plus for a while, and I will go back when the Marvel shows start up. And a friend is loaning me his Hulu login uh, with Disney Plus, so I'm, I'm playing with that and watching some things I haven't watched. But really, of the options, there just isn't a whole lot on the CBS app that would keep me there month after month after month. But I love Discovery. That was one that I waited till it came out on Blu-ray to watch, and I really like Star Trek Discovery. Um, I wanted to stream Picard, A, because the option of... They were offering a whole month of streaming instead of a week, so that would give me time to watch the whole series and watch a few other things, right? Um, and I did like the Picard show. I like what they did with it. Um, I would like to see what they do next. So, And they have another Star Trek series now announced. So just the Star Trek programming alone make me want the CBS. But... You pay five ninety nine a month to get commercials, or ten dollars a month to get no commercials. And I'm if I pay for something, I really don't want commercials. In a previous podcast, I've said I'm a lifetime radio guy, so commercials are very good to me. I, I don't have a problem with commercials. But if I'm paying for something, you know, if I if I if I pay to rent a movie uh, stream, I don't expect to see a commercial before it starts because I paid for the opportunity to watch it. I'm not watching something on TV where commercials pay for the, the television or watching commercials on some of the services like Hulu that which pay for the streaming, that kind of thing. So anyway, I really liked the series and would like to see season two. I'm just not, you know, I can't go, everybody go watch the show. I think if you like these kind of shows and I think if you like Twilight Zone you owe it to yourself to watch this and get all the way to the last episode and see how it ends because it is kind of a nice tribute to Rod Serling and all that this has become I yeah so it's definitely a success and it's definitely a good show it's just not up there with you know Watchmen Westworld some of the things I've watched recently that I just absolutely look dark on Netflix um it's just a really good version of Twilight Zone, probably the best version of Twilight Zone since the original. But, you know, Jordan Peele's a good host. I like him a lot. I, I like his movies, and I like him as a person. I think he's a great guy. I think he's intelligent, and I think he's creative, and I think he's funny sometimes. 
and he plays the host part well and the whole like i said i just it it, it just didn't you know maybe it's just because i am such a fan of the original but long story short if you think you would like it definitely check it out it's well made and it's really well done it just when it was all over i was like okay i'm, I'm glad i watched it but i'm not going to keep it to watch season two i'll wait till i can stream that some other way down the road if that tells you anything so that was a review that I, you know, I've, I'm trying to get to more of these now that the virus thing, not that it's lightening up, but more people are getting out of the neighborhood and I'm finding more opportunities to, to have some brief moments of quiet so I can record a live podcast. Also for the nerds out there, the audio nerds who are listening to this, I've had a lot of compliments on the quality and I'm taking it up a notch on this particular podcast and going forward. Uh, if you don't care anything about this, you can skip forward probably about a minute. But this podcast was recorded as I record all of the other podcasts. But I'm now recording at 96K and 32-bit. That is a higher bit rate than just about anything. That you know, That's the highest rate on Tidal and most of the high-resolution file services. So if that is any interest to you and you become a Patreon subscriber for $5 a month or higher, you will be able to download the high-resolution files. <clears throat> and I'm still waiting on a little more feedback, but so far everybody said they've not had a problem downloading the files I've done so far, but I'm going to push the envelope here and see how high resi I can go because I have a bit of hard drive space I can use up there in the cloud, and I might as well give you nerds an opportunity to hear this as close to the way it was recorded, as close to my <clears throat> melodious voice as we can get to with this technology. All right, sorry, that was longer than a minute. But anyway, check out the Patreon page if you're interested in supporting the podcast. I'm in the process of putting together a talk show or two, uh, some countdowns, some lists, a, a whole bunch of fun things. Uh, there's going to be some private Q&A stuff for the Patreon uh, supporters and, and some more private things and some things you will only be able to get exclusively there. Big, big, big plans, YouTube, you name it, all on the way. So watch therockfile.com for all the details. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to them now. And like I said, if you become a Patreon subscriber, you can download these things and do whatever, you know, listen to them on whatever device you can that will play something that high resolution. And if you want any other particular, uh, you know, resolution of files for a particular device, let me know. I can do FLAC. I can do Apple Lossless. I can do some of the uh, the weirder ones. If you wish, uh, I would do that for you subscribers because I really, really, really appreciate you making this possible. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to listen. Listen.